0: Greetings from Las Vegas, where the Learfield Intercollegiate Athletics Forum wrapped up on Thursday. For a full roundup of what was said and by whom, go to sportsbusinessjournal.com. And make sure to read the -the behind-the-scenes newsletter as college sports leaders gathered this week at the Aria Hotel to discuss CFP expansion, name-image likeness, and how the school-athlete relationship evolves moving forward. Speaking of colleges and leaders, on Thursday night during the ESPN College Football Awards show... Alabama quarterback Bryce Young won the Davy O'Brien Award as the nation's top quarterback and the Maxwell Award as the most outstanding player. Other winners included Georgia defensive tackle Jordan Davis, who won the Beneric Award as the nation's top defensive player and the Outland Trophy as the most outstanding interior lineman. And also Kenneth Walker III of Michigan State, who became the first Spartans player to win the Dope Walker Award as the nation's best running back. Walker was also named Walter Camp Player of the Year. The Heisman Trophy will be awarded on Saturday night. Good morning. It's Friday, December 10th. This is your SBJ Morning Buzzcast. I'm David Albright, filling in for Abe Madcore. Ahead of UFC 269 here in Las Vegas on Saturday night, the UFC is taking the wraps off a global sponsorship licensing deal that will see Timex receiving intermittent on-screen branding as the circuit's first official timekeeper, per our Terry Lefton. Under the four-year, seven-figure-per-year deal, Timex is also receiving broad licensing rights and plans to manufacture more than 60 UFC-logoed products next year, including wristwatches, health and fitness tracking-enabled watches, watch straps, and clocks. The new rights allow Timex to market UFC-branded timepieces priced at under $1,000. The Timex deal is the latest a second consecutive record year for UFC sponsorship revenue during which it has seen 35% growth buoyed by deals with crypto.com along with DraftKings and extensions with Monster Energy and Modelo NHL owners voted to approve Fenway Sports Group's $900 million purchase of the Pittsburgh Penguins at their annual Board of Governors meeting in Florida on Thursday. The approval was the last major hurdle for the transaction, with only a few legal loose ends left before the deal closes, and the Boston-based sports conglomerate becomes the majority stakeholder. Mario Lemieux and Ron Burkle, along with the remainder of the management team, will stay in their positions, with Lemieux and Burkle retaining some ownership shares. The New England Patriots intend to launch a nine-figure upgrade to the north end zone of Gillette Stadium in the offseason, a project the team is billing as the most dramatic series of improvements since the facility opened back in 2002. When finished, fans will be able to circumnavigate the stadium on all levels, something they can only currently do on the main concourse. The most prominent element of the work inside the stadium will be a glass-enclosed 75,000-square-foot hospitality and function space that will connect elements that now face the open end of the stadium. Also, the renovations will install a 370-foot by 60-foot high-definition video board, nearly doubling the size of the recently installed South End Zone video board, Seating capacity will not change. The team declined to give a precise price figure for the work, but said the combined cost of the upcoming improvements and this year's south end zone work hit $225 million, with a newly announced portion comprising most of that total. Populous is the architect on the project, and last night the town of Foxborough's planning board approved the project in a unanimous vote. LA-28 has officially endorsed skateboarding, surfing, and sport climbing for inclusion at the 28 Summer Games. The three sports, which made their Olympic debuts at the Tokyo Games earlier this year, had been recommended for inclusion by the IOC's Olympic Program Commission. The proposed initial sports program for LA-28 features 28 sports and will be submitted for approval at the IOC session in February not appearing on that initial list are longtime Olympic sports boxing, weightlifting, and modern pentathlon, though the IOC has announced that they may be reconsidered in 23 should the international federations governing those sports complete recommended reforms. LA 28 will continue to review additional sports for potential inclusion in the organizing committee's new sport proposal in 23. Sports currently vying for a place on the program include cricket and flag football. The final sports program and total athlete headcount for LA-28 will be locked in December of 2024. Fan duel and media personality Pat McAfee announced a multi-year renewal of their deal, and sources said the pact is worth roughly $30 million per year for the former NFL punter. It's a four-year deal that includes an opt-out after three years. The price tag is equal parts stunning and impressive. There's no denying McAfee has cultivated an incredibly lucrative brand, and found partners willing to reward him for it. For that, we say congratulations to Pat McAfee. We'll end on a programming note. Former ESPN president Steve Bornstein is the latest guest on the latest episode of the Marshand and Iran Sports Media Podcast, as he discusses how he sees the media business changing. The full episode can be found on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Marshand and Iran also discuss ESPN's Manningcast. Al Michaels, in addition to diving into upcoming media rights negotiations for the Big Ten and MLS, plus the state of sports radio. And that's your SBJ Morning Buzzcast for Friday. I hope everybody has a great day and an even better weekend. We'll see you back here Monday morning.